Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil with over 60 years leading civil constructions experience. Visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au. Welcome back to our listeners across the SCN network. Give us a call 04. No, give us a call on 1300 01 Text 0457 736 736. Desi under pressure to keep his job. The manly um, pride jersey caused a lot of controversy. They then went on to lose their last seven games at could have been something that was kind of galvanised them, but it didn't. It really sort of was a turning point in their season because also that was such a crucial game against the Roosters that they dropped. Well, how do you handle that situation if you are there's, you know, do you yeah, think he, he ha- handled it well? I think he handled it. I think he was. Well as you could. I think it was his best day in rugby in league. Handling it, in sitting there saying. In just in rugby league. It's funny because you look at that whole situation and you're like, well, right, it, 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 by trying to promote inclusiveness You've actually done the, the the complete opposite and had seven players miss out of a game. When I looked at that Manly Seagulls team, I looked at it and thought it did promote inclusiveness without having to go down the path of having a pride round. I'm like, I looked at it and had people from all different backgrounds and cultures and beliefs already playing football together. So it was already inclusive. And then they had to wear the jersey, which then created a divide, which is the exact opposite of what you're trying to achieve. So, you know... I. I'd find it hard in Dez's position and I thought he did handle it well. However, it was the catalyst for them to not do well. So mm. then why is we now talking about Desi's line job being on the line when, oh, we handled that really well. Did he not handle the aftermath? Well, how else does he handle it? Mm. Well, and how much responsibility is his to get that team back on track after something like that? What I think Des did there and he handled it well from the perspective of his players, but he put the onus directly back on the administration and, and basically pointed out their incompetency. And what that did, I think, is drive a divide between Des and the administration. And the board, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he made them look pretty silly with some of the things he said, yeah. which, which were all essentially true. Valid, yeah. Valid points that he made, but he, he made the, the administration there at Manly look quite incompetent. And I, I think that's been um, the catalyst for, for the divide between himself and uh, the, the people in power there at Manly. I think, yeah, you... Sorry, Talissa, but you, you, when you have that line in the sand and you go, right, this is the moment, even though it's not your fault, it might be a reason or an excuse of way of going, right, we need clean air here. We just need a fresh start next year. Des, you've done a great job. You've been a great servant. It's not entirely your fault, but our club just needs a new vision, a new picture, someone else to stand out and be at the forefront of it and take us in a different direction. Maybe that's the way that the club's thinking. Another headline, Danny Widler's written in the Sydney Morning Herald. Suwali mentor Steve Nastevsky has given Roosters an ultimatum. Uh, he, and the quote is, I admire everything that James Tedesco has done and what he's doing. This is not a knock on Teddy at all. But I think he has to leave the Roosters next year or Joseph will be gone. 
Imagine the Roosters staff looking at that this morning going, thanks, Steve. Robbo. <laughs> Robbo. Righto, right. Steve. <laughs> Robbo's just like, oh, my God. So this isn't Suwali's manager, just to make that clear. This is, uh, inverted commas, mentor. This is a guy that first spotted Suwali yeah, as a 12-year-old. He's like a yeah. talent scout or something of the like. Um, a, I disagree that it has to be Suwali or Tedesco. B, if I have to choose between Suwali or Tedesco as, as to who I'm keeping at my club, it's Tedesco. Every day of the week. Every day of the week. Um, Twice and... on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Trent Robinson during the week spoke about um, how confident he was of keeping Suwali, uh, Suwali E, and he said um, this you know, this is the club he wants to be at. He sounded incredibly confident that he said he comes in really early. He leaves really late. Yeah, he's he's preparation, ultimate professional. Yeah. Ultimate professional because he likes the club. Yeah. And so um, I think that they will manage to keep both Teddy and Suwali'i, but uh, I... And, and Manu? Do you reckon they can keep all three? Manu is so underrated. Yeah, I agree. You said that at the start of the season. I didn't agree with you, you as much, and no. I'm just I'm on board. No, mm. he's the he's one of my first I'm on players. On the hype here. train. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I agree. Sock. Uh, who's better uh, looking, Suwali, Suwali, uh, Suwali or Suwali, Manu? Suwali, Manu. Uh, or oh, it's a tough one. I mean, it just it all goes down to personal preference. But I'd say they're they're a good solid <laughs> eight or nine out of tens. They're, yeah. they're very handsome, tall, fit, athletic. Uh, there's not much to not like about them. Let's put yeah. it that way. But if I had to pick. You got to pick uh, Tedesco or uh, Suwalihi. Su- I yeah, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Tedesco. However, Magnuson, you have to. You just stop. Stop laughing at me, mate. All right, my opinions are valid and count just as much as yours. Um, but if I was Suwalihi, where would you go if you weren't going to be at the Roosters? Uh, forget that Rugby sound Union? effect from the other day. The dolphin. <laughs> right. So you reckon he might oh, be their look, marquee Potentially, signing. but if, if, if rugby union's going to throw $10 million at him, I, I don't know how rugby league could keep him. Is two, it the, two million a year, oh, if that's true. I don't know if it's true. Is it true, J.A.? Uh, I think it's been a bit hyped up. Yeah, okay. um, I, And I think it was hyped up when the when the story first went around as well. well. Yeah, the, the comment was um, disillusioned. Rugby, rugby union is disillusioned. You're thinking that they can pick cherry pick the top five young you know, rugby league players and think they can get them across like the turbo. I think the rugby's more selling point that they're focusing on is maybe a bit more of the, you can play in the world cup Yeah, and yeah. we are looking pretty good at mm. the moment. Um, so Barring until yesterday, until yesterday <laughs> yeah. Um, whoops. Mm. Uh, but before that, um, you know, the all blacks are struggling. So, um, You've got, yeah, like the World Cup kind of carrot dangling there. And, and $2 million. I mean, what, what if he was on the open market, what would he get? Probably a quarter of that, five, 600 as In a rugby youngster. league? In rugby league, yeah. yeah. I'd say someone like the Dolphins would probably push up towards 758 mm. if they were going to play him at fullback. He's, the thing at the moment is he's a winger. We yeah. haven't seen him play fullback, and I think that's why his mentors come out and said it, there's not room for him and Tedesco because you can never demand a million dollars while ever you're playing on the wing. So he gets five years. Let's say, hypothetically, he gets five years at two million, he plays until he's 25, and mm. then realises rugby union isn't for him. Like, he can just still transfer. Come back. Come back yeah. and play another five, six, seven years of rugby league <laughs> anywhere I, he likes. I really just can't see him leaving the Roosters. I think it's just such a... 
every player who's at that club just seems to want to do everything to, to stay at that club. Robbo's got such a hold on people. Just, mm. um, you know, he was kind of the one that got him over the line when um, the Rabbitohs were offering more money. Yeah. Um, but he, then he met with Trent Robinson and he liked what the place was about. So I can't see him leaving, even even if it was a bit more money. He's already shown he's willing to turn down more money. He turned it down with South. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll, I'll go out in a limb and I'll be, a, I'll be a contrarian here and say that he will go to Rugby Union and oh. he will take the two million. Really? There you go, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to be a purist and say, look, he's going to stay. They've looked after him, but... I honestly think he will take the five years at $2 million. If he gets offered and put on the table, he'll go and play. How do you feel as I, – I, I think it's grossly exaggerated, but um, mm. how do you feel – let's play the game. How mm. would you feel if you're a rugby union player who isn't on like – they're on, not all on huge money no. and then you've got this kind You'd of – You'd be frustrated, but that, that, that may cause a little bit of – uh, disillusionment amongst the group, but rugby union have got these great fallbacks where they can go to Japan, they can go overseas, they can go to France, and they can. Well, only three of them can. Three, yeah, if they still want to play for Australia, yeah, yeah. but they can still go over and earn good money, even if they go right. Well, my international career is over, so they get to the World Cup, yeah, and then go. You know what? I'm done. I'm going to France. I'm going to go play over there. Burn and fight. A lot of guys do it and go and mm. take the the, the low hanging fruit, the easy money, and they're happy with that sort of thing. And I know there's. There's wheels in there's, there's things in place at the moment where they're able to still play overseas. It was the Matt Giddow rule, wasn't it? Where yeah. you're able to play. Yeah. And, and it's been this, modified now. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So we can still engage our best players. So we can um, ha- you can have three. I'm just thinking about a young player who's going, I've got $10 million on offer to play football. Who knows? I could go out and break a leg, get an injury in my first game, and I'm completely done. Or, you know, you just, you just never know. So double the offer is a huge, huge carrot that – you know, a, a lot of other players would say yes to. I think it all comes down to whether that $10 million is correct or not. If it's mm. a million a season, no way he goes. No. If it's two million a season, I mm. think he goes. Yeah. that's. I, I, I'd I, go. Yeah, that's right. So would I. Really? really? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. This is this is a thing. That's good. This oh. is a thing you get at the end of your career, J.A., when you look back and you go, People talk about, you know, legacy and loyalty and all this stuff. If you're sitting there with $10 million in your bank account at the end of a career, you're a very happy person, to regardless me, of... 5 yep. million and 10 million are the same thing. Well, tell us what you think at home. Like, how many cars do you need? Do you know what I mean? Like, I just... Yeah, it's not a I thing do, I do. But I, I think for a lot of these... How many Toyota Camrys can I buy? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs> I think for a lot of these players, it's about, okay, I, I set myself up. I set my mum and dad up. I set my siblings up. I set my kids for the next two generations up. Um, it's It's kind of... It's it's not just about the individual. Um, when you when you're talking live golf money and the difference between Cam Smith getting you know maybe yeah, great twenty or thirty million a year um, or mm. one hundred and fifty million a year, then it then it's maybe less impactful. But for Suwali going from five hundred a year to two million a year, I, I'd say would be a, a big needle mover. And playing for your country as well. Let's not forget he's going to play in a World Cup. For his country in yeah rugby yeah. though <laughs> yeah yeah well of course we're going to say they're a rugby league channel, but, yeah. you know it might be something that he's passionate about doing you know and say yeah. oh, I want to tick that box off I'm going to do it early in my career and go back and play so yeah anyway text in text in let us know what you think would you go would you leave jobs for double the price whether it be rugby league uh, sitting in the chair and wanting more Toyota Camrys if Channel Seven came to you JA 
and quadrupled your salary. But that's but I'm on but I'm not on five million. But it gets to a point for me the where I'm like, it doesn't like you how much money do you need? Do you know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. call me seven. Yes, no, yes, of course. <laughs> you gotta come over to North Bondi, AJ, <laughs> and see how much money people do have. Um O four five seven seven three six seven three six. Let us know what you think. Get in. Let us know. As we're just seeing, is that Jesse Ramian scoring over there for Cronulla? Britain Nakora. Britain Nakora goes sorry. over. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's 12 minutes into the game. Cronulla go up 4 0. Also on the Roosters, they fear Joey Manu is lost for the season. He's awaiting on scans for a calf injury from Friday's win. Manu resigned to missing this week and hopes to be able to play later in the finals. I think this is a ginormous loss. Particularly if you lose anyone else during your final series in the back line because you can just move him around so many different positions. Mm. Massive. Absolutely massive. Mm. I, I don't think they can – oh, they can probably still win the comp without Manu, but I, I think they're a shadow of themselves, um, so they'll be sweating on his fitness. His roaming around the middle of the field is – it's almost redefined – you know, the way that centers can play and given that lie, you know, they've got Kiri and Walker obviously in the halves, but Manu is just as active around that middle part of the field. He's just, you know, if you're trying to line up defense and you've got Walker, you've got Kiri, and then you're watching Manu floating around to play the ball around the ruck, it just, it, it creates absolute havoc. Uh, and in the first 20, 30 minutes of that game versus the Bunnies, they just got destroyed through the middle. Cameron, Cameron Murray went off. Early with the HIA, and yeah. from then on, it was game over. They yeah. just basically bullied the bunnies through the center part of the field. Um, it, it, he needs to play, I think, if they're going to be a genuine chance in in winning the comp. Now, we touched on this a little bit earlier. The future of Kebby Walters um, apparently fighting for his job. Broncos' third straight year without finals, first time in the club's history. Um, this was in the Korea Mail. Broncos lost five of their last six games of the season. Walters off contract at the end of next seasons. This is the time when you want to be starting to renegotiate your contract moving forward. I don't think he's in trouble. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Um, again, I, I, whenever I look at will, it, will a club keep a coach or not, I look at who would you potentially replace him with? And there's just not a lot of coaches out there to, to replace someone like Kev at the Broncos. Look, I, I honestly think that, yes, they've had a bad back end of the year and teams who aren't used to winning and getting into those positions sometimes nerves can get the better out of you better of you and you, you lose some tight ones and then the games that really counted the wheels had completely come off you know and you can't underestimate that sort of mental side of the game when you're going into those games that you know you must win but they are going to be better off being in that position now they've had Adam Reynolds who's come in who's clicked that team together and it's a Kevy Walters masterstroke I think for being able to sign someone like him to get the best out of guys like Carrigan. Um, I know you're saying Payne Haas, you know, there's a question mark on whether you get rid of him. I think one of the things they have to do over the, the off-season is massage that, get that into a position where they get him playing for the team and, you know, being close to his family and make it really count for him. But I really think, you know, Herbie Farnworth was fantastic. Katoni Staggs, I don't think he's playing his best footy. You look at the wingers, you had Oates, who had an outstanding season, and you had Cobbo, who I think is going to be an absolute genuine superstar. They've got the hallmarks of going back to the glory days and being a great... Broncos team, um, yes, it's disappointing. But as an overall look, if you said they're going to finish ninth and it was going to come down to the last two rounds before finals, whether they're going to be in finals contention, you said that at the start of the year, I would have laughed it off. So, you know, I might be on my own, but I really am bullish on the Broncos 
going one better next year and getting into the finals, i.e. a bit like what the Cowboys have done. And Kevy gets some bad press. He gets out, he gets emotional, and he gets fired up. Tyson Gamble comes out and says he's an old-school coach. Well, that's fine. It's kind of like, well, we need that. But what he's done around that group is hired some good assistant coaches, which Tyson also um, uh, commented on and saying, oh, we go to assistant coaches when we need them and we do that. And, you know, Kevy's whole job is to mastermind everything in and around him. You know, they always say with coaching, hire people that are smarter than you to do the things that you're not so good at. And he's done that with Reynolds. Mm. Um, anyway, I'm sort of looking forward to seeing how they are going to go next year. But I think I'll, I'll put money on it that they'll make the eight. It's right what you say, though, James. Like, if you're going to get rid of a coach, any coach at the moment, who would you put in? There's yeah. just not coaches out there. I mean, um, Justin Holbrook. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> sadly, I, I thought uh, earlier in the season, every time someone's job was under um, under fire, I was kind of thinking it would be nice to see Paul Green. Yeah. Um, so well, we were saying the same names for every uh, job that came up. Paul Green, Shane Flanagan. It was the same names, wasn't it? Consistently. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, th- they ended up getting none of the jobs, yeah. which was surprising. But uh, I think what you've seen at the Tigers, right, is – if you fire a coach without uh, having one ready to go, it can get can, worse. It can get worse. Unintended consequences is teams can go backwards just as quickly as you want them to go forwards. Yeah. Um, and we've given Kevy, and I'd love to. I'd love to get some comments after twelve rounds of the season or eighteen rounds when they were when they were in the four and they lost the top. I would love to have seen. Oh, Kevy's done this with the Broncos, and what a turnaround, and what that, and how a different six games makes, mm. and all of a sudden the daggers are out like. Who'd want to be a coach? Or also, it's so different, the conversation, if you miss out on finals, but your run was towards the end, like you just missed finals. Yeah. And it would have been like, oh, they turned their season around. You yeah. know what I mean? That's so right. the conversation just ends up being so different. Yeah. Did you see the story, uh, I think it came out yesterday, that Selwyn Cobbo missed the or was 30 minutes late to the captain's run. Mm. Yeah, uh, and then he they slept still, in. Yeah, they still picked him in the team. Mm. Mm. Um, I think it's just some of that stuff where... 30 minutes is a long time. It's a long time. I think standards have started to slip a little bit for the Broncos since origin. Mm. And it's it's tough. Like Selwyn's, what, 19 years old. He's had a massive year, copped a huge concussion in that last game of origin, but he's ridden the highs and lows of the season. Um, and I think it's just a general fatigue thing for the Broncos. Yeah, well, look, uh, and, and and along with those things where you you're, you're doing those little one percenters or whatever, those one percenters in your team can be as big or as small as you like. You know, the Cowboys had a couple of guys miss the the team bus by a minute, and they go, "Oh, that's that's just you can't do that. That's absolutely out of line." You know, bang, they're going to miss the next training. That's not our bar and not our standards. But as a team, you can, you know, you're taking the mitigating circumstances. If the kid has just slept in, the kid was genuinely tired and done something. I like to put it in as a whole. It was interesting the fact that he was given the week off the week before because he needed a rest. Rest, He just said, um, which some people were critical of that, but I don't think you can be critical if someone puts their hands up and go, I'm just done. I need a week off. Because we talk about mental health all the time. Then you have to kind of practice what you preach. Like if someone needs a rest, you need to have a rest. But... Interesting that the... Socks should have had that chat today, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. Can I have a half hour on that? <laughs> Do you want to rest? I'd love to have I, a sleep. Yeah, I told you, you can go have a little nap. And you can come, but you've got to come back good for the half, right, half yeah, we'll an hour. Go, go to an ad break. I'll we have get a, quick a comment from producer Brooksy, but he's in sleep, yeah, asleep yeah. in the studio <laughs> next door. He's in the other studio. We're just, <laughs> it's James, Alex, and, and myself at the moment. This
This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. After the break, we will look ahead to the week one finals. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.